0: Luke chapter five. I want to begin reading in verse three. At verse three, Luke chapter five. Amen. And um, uh, verse three. It says, "And he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little way from the land. And he sat down and began teaching the people from." the boat and when he had finished speaking he said to simon put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch simon answered and said master we've worked hard all night and caught nothing but i will do as you say and let down the nets and when they had done this they enclosed a great quantity of fish and their nets began to break I want to talk about more tonight a year of comebacks turning setbacks into comebacks tell your neighbor we coming back Tell you it's a year of comebacks. Amen. 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 Turning your setbacks into comebacks. We've all had this year, all of us, some setbacks. Amen. All of us have been through some setbacks. Some of you saw it coming. Some of you didn't. Uh, maybe you've got blindsided by these setbacks. Maybe you accepted it. Maybe you cried over it. Amen. Maybe you're saying, I can't get over it. Amen. Amen. But the key thing to a setback is that you and I have to realize that God has a purpose in it. Amen. We've all made mistakes. We've had trials. Uh, when you started off 2019, you had no idea that you would have this many setbacks. be it financial, be it emotional, be it physical. But God knows all about you. God knows all about it. And I declare to you tonight that your setback is an opportunity for you to make a major comeback. Your setback is an opportunity for you to make a major comeback. 2020 is a year of comebacks. The year that God will take every Thing in your life that's broken. Amen. He'll take all those things and he'll turn them. You know, God knows how to take failure and turn them into opportunities. God knows how to take your worst day. Come on, somebody. And transform it into your best day. I believe it's all about perspective. I believe that God knows exactly what he's doing with your life. Do I have anybody? I believe that there are times, amen, where we get so caught up on what's not happening that we forget that God is working. Romans eight twenty eight says, God causes all things to work together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. I don't have a lot of time, I cut through the chase, but in the book of Luke, we find here in chapter 5, amen. In chapter 4, we find that Jesus was, at the beginning of chapter 4, we find that Jesus was tempted in the wilderness. He's about to go public in ministry, but he had to be tested by Satan. I wish I had somebody. Do you not know that some of your setbacks are satanic? Do you not know that some of your setbacks, amen, Satan wanted to keep you down, but God lifted you up. You thought you would never make it, but God brought you through another year. I wish I had somebody. We find that Jesus here now is, is coming into another place and he's healing and he's doing all of these different things and many are healed in chapter 4, but can I tell you it's at the lowest point in life, amen, just when you're ready to give up, God will show up, come on somebody, and use you for his glory. It's just when you think that you're about to give up and give in and throw in the towel, God presents an opportunity for you to make a comeback. I don't know if you're looking for a comeback this year. I don't know how you want to come back, but I know I'm ready for a comeback. I'm ready to turn those opportunities, those situations into opportunities, those setbacks, amen, into steps, amen, that will bring me to a place of victory. Do I have anybody? Luke chapter five, verse one says, now it happened that while the crowd was pressing around him and listening to the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret. Now here it is that Jesus is going from place to place, but he comes to the right place he comes to Gennesaret is another word for the Sea of Galilee. Amen. He's there at the Sea of Galilee and he's standing and his people are pressing in on him because Jesus had something to say. I wish I had somebody. See, oftentimes what's happening is we're not paying attention to what he's saying. So we're missing because we're so messed up about what has happened in our lives that we miss the opportunity to learn from Jesus. Do I have anybody? The Bible says in verse 2, look at verse 2. It says, and I want to show you something. This was a night. This was the night that Jesus called his first disciple. This was the night, amen, that Jesus was about to recruit his first disciples. Can I tell you something? His was interesting and I got, I can't hold it no more. Been, I've been holding it too long. Watch this. His disciples were there on the, at, the, on the sea and they were washing their what? Their nets. They had been fishing all night long. Come on, somebody. And it was a day of setback. Come on, somebody. It was a day of failure. Have you ever had that day? It was a day that, if you would, if I would have put it into application, it was a day that they got laid off. It was a day that they got fired. It was a day, amen, that everything ran out, resources ran out. It was one of the worst days of their lives because they had been fishing for a long time. They had been out all night trying in their own strength, come on somebody, to make a comeback. I wish I had somebody. A night that that caused them a financial setback, but they were washing their nets and getting the weeds out. Their heads hung low, feeling of disappointment and discouragement. They were dejected and they were there washing their nets can i tell can I tell you something? Your setbacks are opportunities for God to present himself to you because if you are high, you can look low. I wish I had somebody, and God will show up at the darkest day of your life when things are falling apart, He'll show up. listen they're probably you know what? This is what I thought about. I said they probably was at the point where they, they know they couldn't feed their family. They knew they couldn't face their family that day. So they stayed around. Watch this. And they watch, they could have said, you know what? We ain't washing these nests tonight. I'm finna just go home and, and I mean, let me stop by the bar on the way home. Let me stop by the, the weed house. and Y'all ain't trying to hear me. They, they were at the point. Can I help you with something? This is where God wants us. Amen. This is probably where he can get our attention. Because here they are. Jesus knew what he was about to do to them, for them. Jesus knew what was about to happen, but they had no clue that their lives were about to change. Tell your neighbor, my life is about to change in 2020. So the question is, how do you turn a setback? into a comeback. Look at verse 3. It says and he got into one of the boats. One of the failures. One of the boats that <laughs> that they had been fishing all night in, all night long. One of the boats that amen that was used amen all night long and they could not catch nothing. Have you ever been there? Where you've tried and you've tried and come on somebody and you keep coming up short each time. Amen. Tell your neighbor that's called a setback. And oftentimes in our setbacks, we lose sight of who's in control. Are you with me? Watch the text. The text says, and they got into, and he got into the boat, which was Simon's, which he'll change his name later to Peter. And ask him to put out a little way from the land. Let let me just tell you something. God sometimes has to get you away from the land. (laughs) To to an unfamiliar place. So that he can get your attention. You're thinking, man, I've been out here before, I might as well. Amen. But God wants to move you and I. To a place. Come on somebody. But he got to get us away from the land. Come on somebody. He got to get us out of the world. Come on somebody. He got to get us from around those familiar people. He got to get you from around those people who have failed all their lives. And now they're trying to pull you down. Do I have somebody? Yeah. He sat down and began to teach the people from the boat. Watch this. Jesus now uses Peter's boat as a platform, a pulpit, and a PA system. God can take what you have. If you allow him in, first point, the first point, if you're going to make a comeback, here's how you're going to do it in 2020. Let Jesus have full access. To your life, let him in. Let him in, not just in the areas that you want, but let him in, saints. Watch this. They never thought that a boat could be used as a platform to proclaim the gospel. Come on, somebody, the good news. And when you give Jesus access, he will transform your life. He will take your failures. And give you a future. Come on somebody. Watch this. Watch this. He will use you to do things you've never done before. But you and I have to be willing to give. Tell your neighbor we got to give him access. If we're going to make a comeback this year. We have to stop compartmentalizing Jesus. We have to allow him to use. Lord use me for your glory. Lord, use what I have as a platform, come on somebody, for your purpose. God wants us to live this year with a purpose. He'll take our setbacks and turn it into a stage. Watch this. So that we can teach others about him. Jesus uses Peter's boat. As a teaching format, forum, to people who were standing, all thousands of people standing there. Can I tell you something? They had failed all night fishing. But they were making a comeback for the glory of God. See, it's all about what you want. God wants to use our lives in 2020 so that the world can see That in 2020, Jesus is still alive. The gospel is still powerful. Come on, somebody. That he's still saving and transforming and come on, somebody. And what's broken can be fixed and the God we serve is a God of a comeback. Jesus is in the boat. What more do we need? Now we give him access. Watch this, the fact that Jesus entered their lives at a point of defeat tells me that that's exactly what and where and how he needed them. See, when we're up, we don't need God. When we think we got it together, watch this, we don't need him But Jesus meets the disciples at a point of discouragement. Can I ask you a question? How is God dealing with you? And can he have access to your life? Are you with me? Watch the text. Look at verse four. And when he had finished speaking, Mhm. Notice, notice the transition. Jesus takes care of the teaching ministry first, and then he meets their need. He knew. How did he know that they were failing? They had failed that night. How did he know that they needed to let their nets down for a catch? come on somebody he's all knowing and if you give Jesus full access to your life you don't have to worry about how you're going to eat you don't have to worry about how you're going to survive in 2020 because I got a sneaky suspicion in my sanctified imagination that he already knows your number he knows how much you need he knows when you need it. You ever notice it come right on time? How many times in, in 19 this year did he show up right on time? How did he know that they needed a catch? Because he's all knowing. Watch this. When he had finished speaking, he said to them, put out into the what? water. Deep water and let down your net for what not only must we let Jesus have full access to our life to our life Oh, I'm going to help somebody you've been in shallow waters too long man listen when i when i got this point from the lord today yesterday it rocked me, but it answered a lot of questions for me. The reason we were stuck for seven years because we got comfortable living in shallow waters. You can't win if you keep living in shallow waters. You know what shallow, water, shallow waters represent? No faith. Because what you're doing, you could see everything. But tell your neighbor, we're going deep this year. Tell your neighbor, we're stepping out in the deep. And it's about time that we leave the shallow waters. You have to leave the shallow waters. Don't let your setbacks cause you to live in shallow waters. You may have failed and now you're being safe. So you hang around, come on somebody, what you can do, come on somebody, you stay in places where you can accomplish things on your own. But tell your neighbor, it's time to launch out into the deep. Tell your neighbor, shallow waters is where you get the lessons and the teaching. Deep waters is where you get to practice what you've been taught. He was sitting on their boat teaching. Come on, somebody. And then he says, let's go out into the deep so I can teach you a lesson about what you can practice what I just taught you. I wish I had somebody. I'm ready to leave the shallow waters. Listen, you got to let go and let your nets down so that you can start living this year in deep waters. Don't worry about what's going to come up. God is going to take care of that. We got to walk by faith. Come on, somebody. And not by sight. But you got to be careful. Because watch this. Watch Simon Peter. You know, he, Simon Peter be tripping me out. Look what he says in verse 5. Simon answered and said, Master. Uh-huh. We worked. That that's Pastor, we done did that before. Pastor, we done been there before. Pastor, we we you know, Pastor, yeah, Pastor, I get it. <laughs> Amen. But, but you don't understand. See, you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing now. We tried that before, but didn't work. But the question is, did you try it with Jesus? See, you can say, now watch, these were trained fishermen. These were professional fishermen. They knew what they were talking about, but they didn't know who they were talking to. Come on, help me somebody. See, Jesus is trying to give us a comeback. The only way we're going to get it is if we launch out. But Peter's thinking, man, hold on, man, I did this already. But you didn't do it with Jesus. But I want to help somebody something. You ready for this? Here's my third point. Let go of your logic. Y'all are so analytical. It's got to make sense. If it doesn't match up, the numbers will never match up. I'm agonizing over the budget right now. It don't make no sense. We paid all these bills, and and what the income is and what the outgo is, it don't match. It's in red. So the Lord said, You better let go of that logic. Just launch out, tell your neighbor, launch out. Wake your neighbor up, launch out in the deep. We got to get out of this. We got, listen, we making a comeback, y'all. Watch this, watch this. He called him master, but his logic got in the way of his miracle. He worked all night long, but he had never seen Jesus worked. Jesus knew exactly what he was doing. Watch this, that, that, that was the time of day that, first of all, here's nothing matched up here. The time of day that, that they were fishing, you didn't go out to fish. The place where they were fishing, you wouldn't go there to fish. Even if you had a fish finder. I wish I heard somebody. You wouldn't go there to fish. So I conclude, I conclude That is logic. And somebody here, your logic is taking your faith. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. They knew what they were doing, but you're not smarter than Jesus. And oftentimes, saints, we think that we got it, but we got to do it by faith. I don't know why I gave so much this year. Come on, somebody. But I did it. I did it by faith, and the return has been great. Come on, somebody. I'm not thinking about a number. I'm thinking about the faith that I have. Come on, somebody. I believe that God will reward us for our faithfulness. But we have to stop allowing people and logic to get in the way of our faith. It just doesn't make sense, pastor. I'm in the right place, but nothing is happening. You've lost your faith. God is still at work, but maybe you're hanging in the wrong waters. We can't get nothing in shallow waters. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. He says... But I will let, he said, okay, all right, all right, Jesus, all right, I got you, I got you, I got you. I'll put out, he said, all right, okay. He said, but I will do, watch what he says. That's verse four, right? Verse five. Look what he said, verse five. He said, but I will do, second part of verse five. He said, but I will do as you say and let down the nets. Now, this word, Say in the Greek, it's, you've heard this before. It's the word rhema. A rhema word is what they say. It's a right now word. You see, if you're going to make a comeback from your setback, timing is important. So he says, I will do as you say and let down. A lot of us hear it. You heard me say it all year, but you ain't doing it. You're missing the timing. So the next point is not only let go of your logic, but the fourth thing is this. Learn to obey him immediately. I believe a lot of us miss our blessings because we don't do it right away. You know what we do? We think about it. We pledge and we don't pay. I'm sorry, let me say it. We pledge with emotion and we don't back it up. Don't miss your opportunity in 2020. Make up in your mind to live in obedience to his word. Do it. Tell your neighbor, do it now. Tell your neighbor, the time is now. The opportunity is right before you and you got to do it now because this is your year. Watch this. Watch this. Watch verse six. Watch verse six. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great quantity of fish and their nets began to break. Tell your neighbor, breakthrough's coming. breakthrough's coming. Tell your neighbor, those nets are about to fill up. The same nets that you were washing in, in disgust is the same nets God's going to fill up in 2020. But not only must you learn to obey him immediately, but you got to look. If you have no expectation, I know you hear me preach, but you, if you have no expectation, if you don't look for the results, let me ask you a question. What are you expected in 2020? Little quantity, medium quantity, or great quantity? You are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus no good thing does God withhold from them that loves him I wish I had somebody and God wants to give you a great catch come on somebody don't live another year in defeat look for your nets to break in 2020. Experience what you've never experienced before. But you can't do it in shallow waters. You've got to launch out into the deep. Because this is a year of comebacks. And God is turning your setbacks into comebacks. You know, when you put a spoon... In a glass of water, that's only two-thirds full, it appears that the spoon is bent or broken. This is called refraction. We know that the spoon is neither bent, Lord have mercy, nor broken. But it looks like it's bent and broken because of the light. As light passes through the water, the distortion is created. The world in which we are now living in has created for us a refraction. It creates for us a distorted view of life. So that people are looking at life and living life in a way, watch this, that the secular culture has defined it. Actually, the world is creating a refracted view of reality. In fact, if you look at the world order closely, it will make you think your faith is broken. I wish I had somebody. But it's not broken. It's a distorted view that we have developed because we keep living in shallow waters. I want to help somebody here tonight. To let you know, as I close, that 2020 is going to be your year for a comeback. You've had setbacks, but they were stages and platforms for opportunities that God is going to use in 2020 to make you better. You've got to let Jesus have full access to your life. You have to leave the shallow waters. You have to let go of your logic. Learn to obey him immediately. And then look. Look for immediate results. Give God a hand clap of praise.